0: Welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Alan Janssen, editor of Cars Magazine and Jobber News. This is a podcast that brings you new ideas, comments, and concerns about the automotive repair and service industry, sponsored by SiriusXM Canada. SiriusXM is making it possible for you to offer your customers three months of free satellite radio. Kind of a unique way to say, thanks for having your car serviced here. Go to SiriusXM.ca slash shops for details. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Darren Hodgson, owner of Atelier DH Tech Pro in St. Martha, Quebec. I spoke with Darren in early April when he had just made the decision to stay closed, even though auto repair facilities had been deemed essential services. Closing the shop indefinitely was a scary proposition for him, but not nearly as scary as the prospect of becoming infected with the coronavirus and bringing that home to his family. Darren said he'd keep an eye on developments in the province and try to make a responsible decision about when to reopen. Well, it's been almost three months now since we spoke and I I thought it was time to get an update. bro. Yeah, hi, is that Darren? Yes. Hi Darren, it's Alan Jensen calling from Cars Magazine. How you doing? Good, yourself? Uh, Good, good. Do you have a second to talk or not so much?
1: yeah i got a second i was right in the middle of telling something but it's
0: okay Oh, okay uh well i'll I'll try to make it short how's that (laughs) okay sure (laughs) go ahead the last time we spoke you said you wouldn't uh, consider opening until june and i and and maybe not even not even then can you tell me if you're open now
1: no we're still closed actually
0: still closed eh yeah how's the how's the community doing
1: uh, well, I'm the only one apparently around here that's closed. Everybody else is is open. They're all open for business, you know, and a lot of them don't seem to be worried that much about it, you know. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing for me is my wife has health issues, you know, and I don't want to risk bringing something home. That's the biggest dilemma that we've got, you know.
0: Oh, I see. So you're kind of vulnerable there, and, and that's playing into your decision.
1: Yeah. So we figure out what's going on. more Now that they're reopening the province and everything like that, who knows what's going to happen now if the numbers start going up or not.
0: Yeah, no kidding. It seemed that Quebec was going to play it rather safe, but then uh, recently it opened up uh, again probably faster than some other provinces, so you think they're opening up too quick?
1: I would think so, because, you know, there's so many different attitudes. You know, there's, there's a lot of people that don't seem to really be that concerned about it. You know, they're going around with no masks on or anything, and uh, you drive by the parking lots and you got 10 people standing there shaking hands. <laughs>
0: you, you predicted that when summer arrived, people would uh, start dropping their defenses, and they see, sure seem to have.
1: Yeah, like, like I said, how militant some people are and the flip side of the coin, the other the other half that just really, you know. And then you got people that in between that are taking precautions and everything and trying their best, you know. And how
0: are your employees doing? Are they still on assistance?
1: Yeah. One of them got unemployment, and the other one thought that he got unemployment, but it ended up being CRB, so it went through a different channel.
0: Right. Well, this has been a crazy year for you. You haven't been open since uh, probably middle of March, I guess.
1: That's right. So it's been three months.
0: And what? how are you keeping yourself busy? I'm,
1: I'm just painting something right now. I've just finished making a like a waiting area cubicle in my office so that if people have to come in to pay with their uh, debit cards or something like that, you know, I cut a hole in the wall and... The way my office was set up really wasn't conducive to that before, you know.
0: Mm. So it sounds like you're getting ready to reopen. Do uh, you think that'll happen? Um,
1: like I said, it all depends on the numbers. Hopefully soon, because I've been waiting also since oh, the end of March for uh, um, a disinfectant sprayer to disinfect the inside of the cars and stuff like that. It was the one that I wanted. It was uh, an electrostatic sprayer. Like, it's a, it's a fogger. Because The biggest problem that I've had, you know, since the beginning of all this, which is the heating and ventilation systems in the cars. Right. You know, that's, that's been my biggest worry. If somebody's infected or something like that, and they cough or sneeze in the car and then hand it over to us, you know, what's the odds of it being sucked into the heating system and then blown back on our face when we get in the car?
0: Right. Although I think the World Health Organization said that the virus does not seem to live on surfaces the way we thought it would. So perhaps it's not as dire as we originally thought it would be.
1: it's, I know it keeps changing. Every every week it changes. So, but even if it's been in like half hour or an hour, you know that somebody's coughed or sneezed in the car, we still don't know when we get in the car and turn the key on. Yeah so luckily you know when i explain to the customers what we want to do with the fogging and stuff like that and disinfecting the cars too you know a lot it puts a lot of them at ease too because once you explain to them the heating system and everything like that, and they go yeah you know you're right that's uh, they, they see that it's something that most people never considered they figure just wiping down the steering wheel and wiping uh, the shifter and stuff like that
0: is more than adequate have you spoken with other garage owners now have you had a chance to chat yeah with some of them and have you had uh, regular customers call to say what should i be doing like they must be wondering
1: yeah well you know I have luckily you know lots of friends in other garages so they uh, what I'm they're, they're taking over my uh, my customers for me
0: mm, so your customers are okay for now
1: yeah you know so if they really need service they either go to the dealers or they, you know they'll find something else for the time being and then they call me back and you know and remind me you know please open <laughs>
0: <laughs> they've said that to you
1: yeah because they're they're very comfortable with this and plus you know uh, I'm a diesel specialist too especially with the Ford six liter Diesels the six and the four. so I've, uh, you know i've got so many customers you know they come from very far away too because not everybody knows how to diagnose those things properly
0: let's just hope that they come back when you're ready to open full time
1: mm-hmm. yeah i'm hoping so but so far the feedback from the customers has been good so you know we've been around for a long time we have a good a good rapport with our customers
0: that's excellent well, I thought, uh, you know, since I chatted with you um, uh, early April, I thought it was worth calling you back and just seeing how things are going. I'm sorry to hear that uh, you're still you're still waiting. Let's hope that it uh, resolves itself pretty soon, that the numbers start to go, go down and you feel comfortable enough to open up again.
1: That's it. You know, it's, I'm hoping soon.
0: Well, thanks very much, Darren. I, uh, I wish you the best.
1: Well, thank you very much.
0: Okay. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for this episode of Auto Service World, the podcast. If you have any thoughts on what we should be talking about, or if you got something you'd like to share with the automotive repair and service industry in Canada, send me an email, alan at newcom.ca. Thanks to SiriusXM Canada for sponsoring this podcast, and thank you for listening. See you next time.